the United States Champion of Justice, fixing America's issues one state at a time. We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them. Welcome to the Darian America Show on WCGO. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. We still here, y'all. Yes. This is confined America. We still on lockdown, y'all. It's it's frustrating, but we got to stay the course, man. We got to stay the course. We have to stay safe. I got my, my mask. I mean, I'm showing it on Facebook right now. I just was not about to try to talk through this thing. It's it's too much to try to do. And it's only like two people here with me and one is about to leave now. So <laughs> so um, I'm going to get started. Yeah, if you're looking at me on, on Facebook Live right now, uh, I went crazy with the Clippers. I had to shave. I had to trim stuff. I trimmed it way down. I was tired of looking like a Neanderthal. I mean, man, when you roll over and, you know, those beard hairs they they rustling up against your pillow i think that might be part of the reason why i can't sleep at night man i if i sleep four hours in a night i'm lucky you know and it's one of those things where it's like dude well when this initially kicked off my non-sleeping you know i'm a dad and i had two babies i hate saying twins even though you know it's a beautiful thing twins triplets quintuplets all that good stuff but i had two babies and I had to make sure that, you know, I wasn't rolling over on them and <laughs> I wasn't sitting on anybody. And, you know, I had to be alert because babies crying in the middle of the night. And my babies definitely did some crying. You can't make two babies do the exact same schedule at the exact same time. They're two people. So that's what kind of kicked off my non-sleeping. And, of course, I was a Greek. <laughs> so I learned a whole lot in college that I really don't remember. Only things I remember is... How to make a flaming Dr. Pepper. <laughs> so any event, man, I'm, I'm trying to have a little fun while I do this, but we're talking about something serious today, and I'll get to that momentarily. And I wanted to put this out there, too, because I, I kind of heard, you know, from talking to friends, talking to people that are out and about during the day, there are times when I feel lightheaded. And sometimes I feel like I can't breathe. And I'm like, man, Randellius, you be safe out there, my man. He needs some rest. That's the station manager. One of the station managers getting him a little bit of downtime. So it's my partner in crime. And that's my goalie. He leaving out. So you get a peek behind the uh, the velvet rope. And now that he's not distracted, definitely got to say what's up to Michael Knight, the night rider in the daytime. How you doing, Mike? Hey, great to see you. I'm doing fantastic. It's a beautiful Saturday. That's my man, 50 Grand, right there. That's my producer. So I wanted to um, get back to what I was just saying. Sometimes I, I feel a little lightheaded. And, you know, the first thought is, man, is it Corona? Is it COVID-19? <laughs> we are all terrified of this virus, which we should be. And I think we're doing a great job at handling it. But, you know, somebody told me, and again, I don't report fake news, but I did hear that they are spraying stuff in the air that's supposed to help combat COVID-19. And I believe it. Because I'm like, man, why am I getting lightheaded? And, you know, I was at one point in time, and I still do um, keep this in my back of my head. I was diagnosed as a type 2 diabetic. And that's one of the symptoms. You know, you get lightheaded. You, you get, you know, you see spots before your eyes and you get thirsty and all that good stuff. Well, it's not good. 
But, you know, I keep that in mind. But I have lost a tremendous amount of weight since they uh, diagnosed me with that. But it's something that you have to be aware of. I think I would say probably 30 to 40 percent of Americans are diabetics now because of the way we eat, man. We don't now yeah, we, we abuse a lot of sweets, a lot of carbs, you know, but food is good. <laughs> it is very good. And you have to be careful. So but I have been feeling that way from time to time when I step out. It's like when I'm in a house, I'm fine. You know, like right now at the station, I'm fine. But when I left out today, I'm like, man, what is going on? And what if that dizziness hit me while I was driving? Is that something that's physical to me? Or is that something that's being caused by our government and them trying to defeat COVID-19? I don't know. You know, Darian, uh, sorry to interrupt, but mm-hmm. you said you were feeling a little bit dizzy. That's I've been feeling the same exact thing, and I thought I was the only one. So See? it's awesome to hear about it on your radio show because I'm sure that maybe some listeners out there have been going through some some, some weird stuff where they're like, is it in my head, mm-hmm. or should I go to a doctor for it? So, yeah, I've been I, there's been times when I've stood up, and I've almost like gotten dizzy and needed to sit back down. See? I don't know if I'm going through something or it's all in my head, though. So. Yeah, what? How do you react to a, a illness that either is real or fake? Man. So it's 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 paranoia that's mm-hmm. going through everybody. So I'm, I'm glad that you. Uh, I'm not glad, but sorry you were going <laughs> through that. <laughs> no, I'm sorry you're going through it. I mean, it's the same thing. See, and that's why I threw that out there because you know sometimes well, we say it all the time: closed mouth don't get fed. And I said that to one of my friends, you know, and they were like, "I feel that same way." And that's when they, you know, told me, revealed to me that. They are spraying things in the air. I remember back when we had this big mosquito problem a few years ago. And they were, you know, you would see the trucks literally driving the streets spraying stuff. I'm like, man, y'all better quit playing with my air. Man, this is the only air we got. And I do not want to live in a on a planet in a world where we're walking around with air tanks because of stuff that people are doing. So, and I really do feel like it's man-made. It's stuff that we as man are doing to our planet. If you have felt lightheaded and you've kind of, you know, witnessed the same things that myself and Michael Knight have uh, witnessed, call me, 877-711-5611. I'm curious to know how many people feel like this because, you know, I swear if everybody that's on my feed, if they all feel in the same way, it's some stuff that they're doing. That's, this is it's very, very strange that Michael... Is from one part of the town. I'm from another part of the town. But we got similar symptoms. You know, and he's feeling a certain type of way. I'm feeling a certain type of way. I do believe they are spraying stuff in the air that's supposed to combat COVID-19. But, you know, it's like those commercials that we see during midday television programming where it'll cure an ailment, but it says may cause drowsiness, sleepiness, bowel movements. You know, all this crazy. Like, man, I'd rather just have the ailment that I got. I don't want all that extra stuff. And I don't want them playing with my air. So if you are, well, if you're part of the team that's doing stuff to our air, if you know about it and you just want to stay concealed because I am a member of the media, you can call me at 877-711-5611 or you can email me, DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com or you can reach out on my Facebook page, Inbox. I want to know because I don't like that feeling. You walking outside and you're feeling dizzy and then you, I'm walking to a, <laughs> a Ford Expedition and I'm driving this thing down Lakeshore Drive. So I just got a, a tank on wheels. And it's a chance that, boy, what if I pass out behind the wheel? And we're not going to talk that into existence. But it's real. So you got to be prepared. You got to be you gotta be prepared for that type of thing. Let me know if you're feeling the same way I'm feeling. So with that being said, of course, our continued COVID-19 coverage, Governor Prickster 
and I keep screwing up his name, Prickster. I don't. He, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> he has a five phase plan to get Illinois reopened, and of course, Lori Lightfoot, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, is following right behind. I don't know who did it first. I think Lori may have come up with her five phase plan first, but who cares? Chicken egg. They both have different ideas as to what they want to have happen in order to reopen Illinois because some of the states are starting to open back up. You know, it was a big deal about Georgia. They were doing their thing. You know, Florida, they're doing their thing. And certain states are like, man, look, we're going to open back up. I don't care about this. I'm tired. I'm sick and tired. I'm tired of being in the house. And they are opening back up, you know, and they're going to proceed forward with COVID-19. But I wanted to just mention these five topics because, of course, you know the first thing when Prister started this uh, this process. When you're sitting down with your team, your staff, and you're, you're kind of throwing ideas to the wall, you know they had to copyright all this stuff. <laughs> it's all about money. This whole thing is about money. And right now, we ain't got enough of it because they're keeping us in the house. You know, people are losing their jobs. One of my... My peers and my mentors, he was on the FM dial, down the dial. He's a professional. I mean, this man has a one of those velvet voices, but the station let him go because they couldn't afford to keep him. I mean, they're not drawing in any advertising money. It's about money. And right now we've come to a screeching halt. None of us have ever seen this before, you know, where the economy has taken the hit like it has. So we are coming up on a break, and I'm definitely going to dive into uh, Governor Prister's idea or his plan. I want to dive into Lori Lightfoot's plan also. But I am my biggest concern about the whole thing, and I am going to kind of detail step by step. And you know what? You can read it same place I got it from because I don't report fake news. You know that. I got Prister's plan from ChicagoTribune.com. You know, stick it in your Google search, and you can see exactly what I'm getting ready to talk about. This is the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. What state are we covering? Come back and find out. Welcome back to the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. If you'd like to be a part of the show, please call me at 877-711-5611. That is the call-in number if you want to be on the air. Or you can join me on Facebook, Darian America, Facebook, or Darian D. Silk Sims. I still, I still get out with my karaoke, man. I miss karaoke. I almost kind of miss the bad singers, man. You know, you sit back and they be like, oh, my gosh. And since I have stopped smoking, y'all, I beat it. I don't buy packs of squares no more. Now, let me be realistic with this. Um, I don't plan on buying a pack of squares ever again. But if I bum one every now and again, I mean, hey, you bum one. It, it's... Things can be done in moderation. I mean, George Burns smoked cigars all the way past 99 years. He was 100-some years old when he passed away, and he had a good life. So even though I'm not looking forward to being an old, old man, <laughs> but it's going to happen. I mean, nobody beats Father Time. So I was talking about Governor Prister's five-phase plan, and I'm going to read these off to you. And if you want to get the details on it, you can go to ChicagoTribune.com. That's where I got it from. He's got five phases where he says phase one is the rapid spread. That's when everybody is starting to come down with COVID-19. And you already know we've been through that. Right now, we're at phase two, the flattening. So he's trying to 
you know, they're, what they're trying to crunch the numbers and get the number of infected to come down and the number of deaths to come down. You know, then we have phase three, recovery. You know, and then there's phase four, revitalization. And then phase five is Illinois Restored, where it's come down to a feasible number and we can responsibly open back up the businesses. So you have these five phases, and I like I was kind of joshing around with when we first, you know, he's sitting in the boardroom. Okay, what are we gonna call it? Rapid spread, flattening, and you know they've I'm sure they've copyrighted all of this. Is Governor Prister getting a part of that money? What you think about that? Give me a call at 877-711-5611. Go ahead and review the uh, the terms that he's putting in place. My biggest concern for this entire thing, and I am going to read Mayor Lightfoot's five-phase plan. I mean, she's got some things that she wants to see happen as well. But the biggest concern for me, which has been the biggest concern for the entire thing, human error. These are regular people who are reporting this. And as an individual, you have to be responsible. Again, social responsibility. Okay, you're at the hospital and these cases are coming across. Are you reporting them accurately? At one point, every death that was happening, that was being logged, was considered COVID-19. Everything. You know, we've actually had two individuals who've just left us who were giants in the entertainment industry, and I am going to talk about them in a moment. But you have to be careful with the news that's reported. Everybody that's passing away now is not passing away from COVID-19. Let's be realistic. But there's money tied to it. Anytime somebody is has been diagnosed with COVID-19 and passed away, the state gets so much money for that individual from the government, well, from the federal government. That's a terrible way to go about living life. I mean, I, I mean, we all want to know what was the end result. I mean, how did they leave us? Why did they pass? Is it something that I need to know about so I can do better as I try to live forward? But you shouldn't call every death COVID-19 if it's not, if it's not COVID-19. Because some people are dying from cancer. Some people are dying from gunshot wounds. Some people are dying from natural causes. It does happen. After a while, this body is just going to shut down and be like, look, man, I didn't bought you as far as I could bring you. And it's going to just cease to work. Can't blame everything on COVID-19. But I do want to touch on Lori Lightfoot's plan before I go on to those we lost. So Lori has a five. I don't like calling her by her first name. That's my mayor. You know, and again, even though I didn't vote for her, I respect the office of the mayor. You know, what I mean, me and Ron were on first name basis. Yeah, Ron, you know, it was Mayor Manuel. Mayor Lightfoot has a five step plan also. Her plan is number one, strict stay at home. Then it evolves to stay at home. Number three from her is cautious reopen, where she starts to say that it's okay and she's given a, a small all clear for certain businesses, gradually resume. So it's not something that, okay, we're just going to pick it up right away and run with it. All right, everybody's getting back open. And then we protect each other as we're open. You know, I've heard the 
sports, because, you know, right now, sports radio is pretty much dead, and they they scratching for stuff to talk about. What do you do? They're saying in these 15,000, 20,000 seated stadiums, <laughs> they're thinking about opening it up back for maybe 300 people, and you'll have six feet of room in front of you, six feet of room to the right of you, six feet of room to the left of you, six feet of room behind you. And they're going to put people in pods. And the athletes will be able to play in front of this selected crowd of 300 people. Well, I said this, I, I believe I said this last week, but I went to the Academy of High Park Career Academy. <laughs> Trying to make it sound more fancy than what it is. But I played high school ball here in Chicago. And I played on Park District Fields where there were no home run fences. And it was me, my teammates, maybe a team manager. We didn't we had maybe one manager or whatever, a cute girl that wanted to be around the athletes. It is what it is. And then it was the other team, their manager, and then their cute little managerette girl or whatever they had. We may have had a couple of cheerleaders, but I played baseball, so not really. <laughs> and there were a few fans scattered. But we still had enough to fill the team, and we had reserves. So to say that these players can't play in front of crowdless stadiums, everybody had meager beginnings. And everybody didn't have the – I mean, some people may have had that where, you know, their, their high school team, they played in front of a crowd of 5,000. Some of them may play in front of a crowd of 10,000. I never played in front of that many people. But if you can play the game, you play the game. So it's not really a bad idea to allow certain people to come back, but it just, it really does suck. And it changes the production value. Okay, well, you can't focus in on the crowd. You know, and Again, I did intern for the South Bend Cubs, a part of the world champion Chicago Cubs. <laughs> in 2017, I did. And all my people on the South Side are like, man, will you shut up about your Cubs? You from the South Side. I'm from Chicago. I love them all, even the White Sox. But my favorite is the Cubs. So, yeah, there's production value that has to change. But they can still play the sport, but then you have to be safe. What happens if these players contract COVID-19 while they're playing? Uh, do you quarantine the whole team? Do you stop the league? And that's, I think, what they're going through back and forth with what are they going to do. I'll say this out loud, and I've said it before. I think we all have had some symptoms of COVID-19. I do believe that they need to teach how do you deal with it? Because it's, it's like you can deal with it. And I don't want to minimize it at all. I mean, for those who have lost their life and you've lost loved ones due to it, my deepest condolences. But again, human error. Is that really what they passed from? All we can do is take the doctor's word for it, but to err is to be human. To be human is to be divine. So I did want to touch on those that we lost. Man, we lost some giants in the industry. Wow, Andre Harrell. Man, the name alone, you'd be like, man, what? I, for real? Yeah, he passed away a couple days ago. May have been yesterday. Um, he was responsible for giving Puffy his job. 
you know, Puffy changed his name so many times. He ain't Puff Daddy no more. And I think he changed his name again. I don't even think he's Diddy or P. Diddy. But we know who Puff is because Puff brought us some bangers, man. And he brought us Craig Mack and the notorious B.I.G. Man. I was talking last week about music, you know, the state of. Could we do, a, a, could you see Biggie and, and Tupac today? Would they be logged in to Instagram and doing this battle? But Puff, man, he was brilliant. And he went through Andre Harrell to get Bad Boy started. Man, it's, it's, it just, it hits you right here. And Andre Harrell was only 59 years old. Like, we're losing our, our, our megastars, man. But the reason that he passed away is being reported as unknown. So they're not just socially, they're being socially responsible. They're not just saying it's COVID-19. If that's not what it was, then don't make it be that. We also lost another one of our legends, Lil Richard. Man, I mean, just one, you know, you, you think you take life for granted. But I used to love hearing Lil Richard. After he'd talk, he'd go, shut up. You know, it's like, man, why does dude keep telling me to shut up? <laughs> But he was definitely flamboyant, definitely entertaining. He was probably one of the first artists who was out there. And I, hey, it is what it is. Lil Richard was bisexual. You know what I mean? Hey, if that's your life choice, that's what you do. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But Lil Richard, he owned it. He liked both sides of the coin. He had actually adopted a son. He didn't have his own naturally. But Richard was a father. Richard was an artist. Richard's music, I mean, he was the architect of rock and roll. That's what he called himself. And I give it to him. He even said he was the seventh member. Well, no, sixth member. I think it was five of them. Yeah. It was five members of the Beatles. He was the number six. He wanted to be the sixth Beatle. And four I think Beatles. It was four Beatles? <laughs> yeah. So I made up an extra Beatle, huh? <laughs> well, <laughs> technically, uh, they did have a, a piano player, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, man. I made up an extra Beatle, y'all. See, I said it on Report Fake News. Michael Knight got my back. <laughs> but, man, we lost Lil Richard. and But he had a good run, 87 years, man. I would tip my hat to be able to say I made it 87 years because of what we're going through with life today. Lil Richard was an entertainer. I just couldn't imagine today me riding down 79th Street bumping some wah ba ba loo ba ba wah bam boom Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's bumped up through the cars, man. <laughs> exactly. You know, the the choppy piano, man. No, that ain't bumping from my expedition. I'm not doing it. So, in the event, we're covering, what state are we covering? Come back. It's WCGO 1590 AM, Cash 95.9 FM, the Darien America Show. Rest on, Lil Richard and Andre Harrell. Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darien America Show. And I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darian America Show, which airs every Saturday from noon to 1 central on WCGO Radio. Tune in live from 1590 AM and 95.9 FM in the Chicagoland area, WCGORadio.com, or watch the live feed at Facebook.com slash WCGO Radio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. You can find it, rate it, and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, please reach out to DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com. Okay, back to the show. 
Welcome back to the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. So what state are we covering today? We are covering the state of discipline. Yeah, I threw it out there. I was uh, on my back porch when I was partaking in this bad habit called smoking. And I have beat it. I don't buy squares no more, y'all. I'm, I don't need them. And you got to find different ways to deal with stress. And I think I was using those cigarettes as a crutch. And then just because I had them, I just wanted to smoke them and smoke them because I'd never really bought packs of them. So I think I've gotten to the point now. It's been two weeks. Actually, it's been, uh, this makes the third week. Coming up on the third week where I haven't bought a pack of squares. And I ain't going to buy those things no more, man. I don't need them. You know, if I got stress to deal with, it's ways to deal with it. And that's what kind of made me want to talk about this state of discipline because I was on the back porch smoking a square. And my neighbors, it's a male neighbor, a female neighbor. I've never seen them because, you know, I don't, I mean, I may have seen them. I just haven't recognized them. And I'm still fairly new to that building. I've been there since the end of January. So I heard them whooping their kids. And I've heard it on different occasions, but this particular occasion, because I'm stressing and I'm like, man, I'm out there smoking my square to try to relax my mind and ease my mind. And I hear these kids getting whooped. Now, it's a difference between a spanking and a whooping. You know, it's degrees. And my big thing, and let me go to refer to my notes. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff I missed. That's okay. But... First question to the audience, were you spanked as a child? Well, rephrase, were you whooped as a child? If you want to chime in, you can call me at 877-711-5611 and tell me, tell me briefly about your whoopings as a child. I mean, you can stay anonymous if you like. You can always give a fake name. I don't know who's calling. But I asked that question, and then I follow it right up with, did those whoopings make you a better, better adult? I don't like whoopings. And I'm going to say this out loud. I don't like whoopings. I don't like them. Because I feel like the parent at times is whooping you or whooping the child because they may be stressed. And nobody likes to repeat themselves. What is the reason that you would whoop your child versus spank? It's degrees to it. Do you think if your child is wearing his pants down past his, his backside, you know, that's still a fad, and I hate it. It started during my time, and I hate to see it to this day. I hate when I walk into a store, a gas station, and I see this boy, this man, whatever, with his backside out, his drawers out. It's like, dude, really? Pull your pants up. But is that a reason to whoop your child, or do you spank him, or do you yell at him? <laughs> See, I'm going to tell you, if I had to whoop a child, I'll give you my rationale behind whooping a child. If a child has caused extreme, almost harm to themselves, especially after we've talked about it, and it's more than just touching fire, fire is hot, you know, this child is playing with gasoline and they're playing with matches and they're standing next to 
I don't know, a gas station. Or they standing in my living room and there's a lot of stuff that's flammable in there. And this child is seven years old. And we've had the conversation. Don't play with fire. And you sitting there taking alcohol and you lighting your fingers on fire or you lighting stuff up just to see how it works. I may beat your tail for that. But it's because I'm I'm wanting to protect you and keep you safe. And you, I don't want that. I don't want you to hurt yourself. You know, but I think a conversation can happen, too. Now, if I see my kid playing with some matches and, and alcohol and gasoline and all that, you getting your tail whooped. I'm sorry. I, I got to because I love you. I, I helped make you and I love you way too much to allow you to get away with that. I might whoop your butt for theft. If it's proven that you're stealing because of what can happen behind the theft. You can become a part of the system. Nobody wants to be a part of the system. And I do not want my child to be a part of the system because I'm a part of the system. I want my kids with me. I don't want my kids to be taken away. So if you've stolen and it's proven, they got you on camera. They've observed the five steps. For, you know, I'm a loss prevention guy. They've got you selecting whatever the merchandise was, concealing. They've maintained observation until you've passed the last point of sale. They presented themselves. Store security, I need you to come to the back. Yeah. When I get up to that store, <laughs> you're going to catch it. But because of today's world, you can't catch it where the cameras are. You got to be careful because I used to catch people and them grandmamas, boy, they come up there with they switch in hand. I'm like, ma'am, I'm going to have to confiscate that from you. And wherever you got this one, you're going to have to go get another one because I do not want you on camera abusing this child because it's abuse. It is. You go up and look up the definition of abuse. But where is the discipline? What's the degree that you whoop a child? Can a punishment work? You know why punishments don't work a lot? Because the parents get lazy and i'm saying that out loud they're using television to raise their kids when you get tired of talking to your child what you do well go on get away from me send him to his room his room has the best stuff his room got tv you know flat screen tvs i just bought this giant big stupid tv for my living room it cost me more. It cost me less to get this big stupid TV than it did to get the TV I had in my room for years. Today it's so easy to get a giant screen TV, and there's so many different things to look at it. But you take it, go send him to his room. He got this big stupid TV. He's got his gaming system. Man, I would love to go be punished to my room. You said no TV for a week. All right, but well, he got a, a smartphone. Look at YouTube and see everything he wanted to see. So the parents are getting lazy. You don't want to take away the smartphone because you're too lazy to not call him and tell him what he's doing. You got to call him. Make sure you take this out to this, the, the, uh, the freezer so I can cook this tonight. Make sure you're doing your homework. Make sure your little sister got to take her bath. You can't be lazy. man. I know technology has helped us out, but you can't be lazy. You cannot be lazy. The whooping is the fastest thing you can do, and it's kid out of sight, out of mind. You whoop them, you send them on, on their way. 
but is that the ultimate punishment? We want to, we're going to continue this conversation. This is the state of discipline. You're listening to the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. Let's go. Welcome back to the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. If you'd like to be a part of the show, please call in at 877-711-5611. We are talking about the state of discipline. You know, I just went on a a nice little rant. (laughs) I was talking to my Facebook constituents, the Americanites. Join my group, man. I know I haven't done a lot of uh, work in there, but the Americanites, the Darien America page, the Americanites, that's where we do a lot of our, well, we're supposed to do a lot of our talking and joshing around. It's a good place to be. You know, you get a, a room full of people who got similar ideas to you. So, But we're talking about the state of discipline. And I went on a rant. I've been talking about my neighbors who I heard them whooping their kids. And I was trying to differentiate the whooping from the spanking. So I said if I had to whoop my child, it's because they were doing something that was threatening to their existence. You know, they were doing something that was so extreme. But after the whooping... Do you build them back up? When you're talking to your children, do you give them more love than you do discipline? Are you a loving parent? You know, I mean, I see my mother and I I swear I'm like 44 years old and I cannot remember a day going past where I've seen my mom and she doesn't say to me, I love you. I said to her. And I said to my kids, I tell them all the time, you know, and they have a hard time saying it back to their kids. You know, kids, oh, dad, I love you too, dad. So it can, it's not, let me say it like this. It's so easy to tell somebody I hate you and to be venomous and spew this aggression towards people. And then it's a thin line between love and hate. You know, if them kids then broke your 75 inch hashitashi. <laughs> if you've been a, a, a viewer of television programs, you know where the hashitashi comes from. I would be pissed if my kids broke my hashitashi. Even though they're 18, they shouldn't be breaking it. I mean, I can't imagine what, the, what reason they would have to break a TV now. But stuff happens, y'all. I don't think any child sets out to do the wrong that they do. Think about it when you was a kid. Did you used to just be like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make my mama mad? No, you were being mischievous. But then again, you know what? I don't want to speak for you. Were you that child that felt like, no, I'm getting back at them. I'm going to make this, I'm going to do something bad. You know, I, I remember my mother telling me once upon a time, you know, my nephew, he's no, you know, no longer here with us. Rest his soul. She said she was having a conversation with him, and he was a little bitty boy at the time. He maybe seven, six years old. And he was having problems potty training. He couldn't get the number two right, man. He would do number one, that was fine. But he could not get number two right. And he always did number two in his pants. And it got to a point where every time he did number two in his pants, he'd get a whooping. 
So he said this to my mother. Well, she said it to me. And if you know my mom, Mama America, <laughs> she got some stories, man. And I don't know how accurate the story was, but just let's uh, play along. Say the story is accurate. She said her conversation with him went like he would tell her, you know, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to go to the bathroom on myself and then I'm going to get my whooping and I'm going to get up from it and I'm going to keep on going. This is a little boy saying this to her. The thought of that is sad. And don't get me wrong. I'm not, you know, taking a, shaking a stick at my sister because I don't know if she did it like that or not. I mean, she did the best she could. My sister had a bunch of boys and one girl, and they were all fairly around the same age. They were a couple years, a year or so apart. <laughs> well, she did the best she could. And unfortunately, the men who helped create those children, the first two, you know, because she actually had the last three by the same guy. They weren't there. A lot of us got similar stories to that. Those men, because they can't stand the woman anymore, they left those kids alone with that woman. And that woman had to go to work. She had to find daycare. She had to come home. She had to cook and make sure those kids ate. And then she still had to be mama. She was tired. I mean, I don't make excuses. You shouldn't have had them if you couldn't take care of them. But the fact that they're here and the fact that she's doing the best she can, she's tired. I get it. But if that's a child's mindset, that they already know what the consequence is going to be and they can accept it, and then after a while, let's be honest, you get hit so many times, your mind starts to help you deal with the pain and don't hurt no more. Now, come on, I am a member in good standing. I hate when I say this, and I, you know, I didn't already let the horse out the barn. I'm a member in good standing of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. I am a 32nd degree Mason. Even though neither one of these organizations practice in hazing, they are non-hazing organizations. I've had to come across some physicalness in my time. And it gets to a point where your mind, you, you learn how to manage it. You manage the pain. So the pain really does nothing. There's no certain, there's no consequence. So what? It's mental. You hear that a lot. Man, it's mental. It is mental because you can block out pain. I mean, women give birth every day. Some women can take it better than others. And they, now they have drugs to help you deal with it. And they are feeling some discomfort and they're in some pain. But you... The human mind will help you deal with the pain. So why do you think inflicting pain on somebody is going to stop them from doing the crime that they did in the first place? If that's the case, then we should be whooping all of our prisoners. <laughs> Every time they come, you got convicted for selling drugs, 100 lashes. <laughs> it's not about the pain. It's about the result. What is it that they did to incur this pain? And once you've corrected the action, do you come back and do you love your child? It's so easy to get mad and to get frustrated and throw things and stomp and hit and swing. But how easy is it for you to hug, for you to kiss, for you to say, I love you? Oh, it's real easy when you're trying to do that thing them grown folks do. Hmm. 
You say anything you need to say. You'll do anything you need to do in order to get that love from them grown folks when grown folks are doing what grown folks do. And you know what I'm talking about. Why can't you apply that same type of rationale to your child? You know, one of my patrons said, you know, I ain't going to say nothing because I don't want them to say nothing when I'm whooping my kids. <laughs> and again, I'm not judging. If that's what you do, that's what you do. But especially with the way of the world today, we are stuck in the, we confined to our homes. We can't really go where we want to go. We can't do the things that we want to do. And we're spending a lot of time around each other. I live in a three-bedroom house. Well, no, it's not a house. It's an apartment. And it's not three bedrooms. It's three rooms. So, yeah, I go to my room and I'll close the door. And it's not because I don't want to be around my son and my mother. It's because we all got different televisions. We make a noise. And... I may want to drown out their noise. I try to drown out their noise and I drown out my own noise. So, so we're, we're, we're taking care of each other. We're all in these confined spaces. And it's starting to like go crazy, the domestic violence that's happening. Because you can't go where you want to go. Well, I'm, I'm a few credits short of my psychology degree. <laughs> which is, I don't have one. I don't pretend to be one who's perfect. I don't have all the answers, but I am willing to have certain conversations out loud. And if you feel yourself constantly beating on your child, and the thing is, the audience that I'm talking to, they don't do that. They shouldn't be. These are people who go to work every day. People who use social media as an escape. You know, they, they go to have fun. They aren't the abusers majority of the time but you still got to find a way to deal with it you know i want to knock on my neighbor's door so bad like man have you tried something different because beating these kids it ain't working you know <laughs> they was whooping the kid for being in the way well they little they don't be knowing where to go they just balls of energy as opposed to whooping him because he constantly gets in the way catch yourself Pick him up. I'm like, look, man, I didn't talk to you about this. You're in my way, and I need you to move. And then you take him out the way. Give him something else to do. Don't just sit yourself in front of the television because you're bored. Because if you're bored, I can definitely say they're probably bored too. And because their attention span ain't as big as good as yours because you're used to being responsible and paying attention, it's going to happen, and they're going to get in the way. You don't have to hit your kids like that, man. I don't think you have to hit them at all. But if you do have to hit them, come back and love them, too. And how about you love them more, and maybe you won't have to hit them as much. This is the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Cash 95.9 FM. You have a great afternoon, y'all. God bless you. I love you. I'm done. And you've been listening to the Darian America Show, brought to you on WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. This is Darian America saying thank you for tuning in.